confidence is owning who you are, irregardless of someone else's perception of you. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And happy 2016 to all my lovely listeners out there in internet radio land. <laughs> so it's me. I'm back. Oh, I I kind of didn't go anywhere. So we I don't think anybody went anywhere. But it's good. We're back in 2016. We all made it through the holidays. No more Scrooge. Well, it's cold. It's cold now. It was like 70 degrees a week ago. <laughs> And now it's like minus 10, which is fine. Why do we live here? Why do we fucking live here? You know, in about a week or so, I'm going to have to start playing snow promos, which uh, I'm sorry. Nobody says the S word. You could say fuck and shit and the C word, the S word. The, say whatever word you want. Just don't say the fucking S word. Welcome to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. I'm your host, Mark Scalia. And there are three ways that you can listen to this uh, this very fun program. The first way you can listen to the broadcast is you can listen through my personal website, markscalia.com. And there's a little speaker box, and that's how you're listening. And if you want to be more into the show, perhaps you'd like to live chat, well, you can do that. All you got to do is click that box you're listening to, and then that will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can live chat. And we have a bunch of people live chatting. And the third way that you can listen to this show is if you do not have the time to listen to us live, although I don't see why you don't. I mean, really. Aren't we that important that you have to listen now? Anyway, if you can't listen live, then you can always listen to the rebroadcast of the show or the uploaded podcast version of the show, which is through iTunes. And you can go to iTunes and just type in Radio Irregardless and we come up. Boom. It's been a few weeks since I've spoken to you, my lovely listeners. And as a result of me not being able to speak to you for a little while, then what I have to do is bring you up to speed, as we always do with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And as I said, things have been uh, very busy uh, over the past few weeks. First thing, New Year's resolutions. Uh, before we get into New Year's resolutions, I hope you had a very good New Year's. I did. So I was up in Pat's Peak in Henniker, New Hampshire. Hennicolor? Hennicolor. Any Hennicolor, Pat's Peak in New Hampshire. And Pat's Peak, for those of you who don't know, is a little, it's a ski resort. And Pat's Peak is simply a very large hill. 
and everybody goes up there and families have been going up there for a year and it's like it's like the resort from dirty dancing except there's snow it's so quaint it's very it was the cutest kind of place and people were like you know with kids running around and speaking of kids running around i was doing comedy when you first walk in, there's all the skis, because uh, everybody's skiing up there. And you first walk in, boom, there's a comedy show right there. Like on little benches, st- kind of uh, Roman Coliseum type set- centered around a stage. Behind me is a black drop cloth. Behind the black drop cloth is Casino Night. And Casino Night's great. You walk in, they give you $500 worth of chips. But it's not real money. And then afterwards, you gamble and stuff. And then upstairs, they had a DJ and a band and food everywhere, like everywhere. And uh, it was it was so much fun. And especially the show, there were these two kids, <laughs> and they were the family. And one of the comics referred to them because they were blonde, very blonde, like very blonde, <laughs> like Aryan blonde. And, and of course, the, the comic looked at me and goes, you people look like the Vaughn Traps. It was very funny. So my intro was like, oh, it's Joe, everybody. I clap for him and I go, ladies and gentlemen, the Von Traps. And I kept clapping and looking around. It was probably visual. You had a kind of, it, you know, it's funny. It's just whatever. It was funny. So, but I had a wonderful uh, time up in, uh, up in Hanukkah, New Hampshire. And my lovely uh, wife and I, we had, uh, we had, yeah, pure, yeah, pure blonde. Yes. Yes pure blonde they were very blonde and uh, my lovely bride and i we had uh, breakfast the next day it was very nice then we took our time coming back and it was very nice but i started thinking about new year's resolutions it was epic yes they had fireworks that light like, oh they were they were toting the fireworks oh go oh these are the same fireworks this these are the same people that do the fireworks at gillette stadium and i'm like what after a football game like when they you know when they score he's like yeah yeah it, it, it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it's epic and I'm like, epic? Really? The Peloponnesian Wars were epic. The, the, the assault on Rome was epic. <laughs> but these were okay. <laughs> but on the way back, I was thinking uh, New Year's resolutions. And I know I've done this uh, on the show before. I talked about New Year's resolutions. I do not like resolutions. I don't think they work. I think that it's a way for somebody to promise themselves something and they probably not fulfill it. And what I st- what I started thinking about is like, well, I don't want to take that kind of attitude with it. So what I'll what I'm doing is I have two resolutions. And my resolutions, actually three technically. The first resolution is and you guys might like this. It's about being brave. I want to be brave. And not that I'm not in general, but I don't want to feel not brave. I don't want to. I don't want to be afraid of something, even in that you know. Ooh, I'm afraid of it because it's not real fear. Like I'm afraid, afraid, but I don't want to hesitate. I want to be brave. So that's my New Year's resolution. One of them. The second one is to stay on my diet, and it's winter, and it's very difficult. And you know, I love fucking food. <laughs> so, I, and I want to eat it all. Um, but I'm trying to stay on my uh, on my weight, on my diet, on my my nutritional needs and things like that. I'm trying to be good with that. And that's difficult. But I'm always aware of it. And my third resolution is to be resolute. Ooh. 
Yeah, a little metaphysical on your asses, just that metaphysical. So that's what I'm trying to do. And, and and I hope that if you guys have resolutions, that you are very strong with them and the force is strong. Speaking of the force is strong, I finally saw Star Wars. I don't want to ruin it for you, um, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff happening there. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. And uh, God bless Carrie Fisher. I love her. She's sweet. Everybody's like, she looks old. <laughs> she fucking is old. We all got old, you shitheads. What the fuck? You think Lucas was going to come in and CG her ass? Fuck that. <laughs> all right. We don't talk about George Lucas. So before I get to our guest, and we have an amazing guest, and uh, I'm I'm really I'm really low energy tonight. I'm very tired. But speaking to her earlier today, we're going to have a great, great, great show. Um, but before we do that, a game that I have not played with you people in very, 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 very long time. Matter of fact, you, you, the listeners have never played the game. Only my on-air guests have played. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to play the new resurrected version of the video game game. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> it was so anticlimactic. There was like this little break before I actually did. <laughs> All right. This is the video game game where I play you a sound of a video game and you have to guess the video game. And now we have a bunch of listeners online and we have two that are not located uh, through Facebook, which is fine. You lose. You get nothing. Um, but the first person to get it right gets a very, very cool sound. Here we go. Here's the first one. Well, technically, it's number 32 because we played this before. But here we go. Here's the first one. First one to get it. It's not. It's not Halo. <laughs> I've been playing Halo for like almost every day. It's Angry Birds. Kim Santo got it right. There you go. Here's the second one. This one's a little tricky. This one's going back a few years. I think Paul will get this one. This one's really tricky. Oh my god. Paul, did you get it right? Paul got it right. It is in fact Tron. <laughs> That's one for it's Tron. It's like torn. Tron? Torn. Torn Tron. So that's one what <laughs> one for Kim, one for Paul. This one I don't think anybody's gonna get, but it's a long one and I've saved the best for last. Here we go. really tough I'll give you a little bit of a hint it's two brothers fighting a bunch of bad guys in an alley no it's not Street Fighter we've already played Street Fighter it's not Karate Champ there are two brothers they made a movie about it the movie was terrible by the way most video game movies are terrible. 
No, not Fist of Fury. You're getting closer, though. It is a, um, uh, a an alliteration. I will say it's something like two lizards. Co- double, close. Double is one of it. One of it is double. Not double trouble. What was smoke? Double dragon. Jason got it right. Yes. <laughs> Paul, you were one one away from the sweep, but you got nothing. So, so because everybody got one, nobody wins. That's how that game is fucking played. So it, <laughs> what a dick. You're a dick. I'm being a dick. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, really, we have got a fantastic, fantastic guest lined up. Uh, Caroline Picard is going to be joining us when we come back from our break. Let me put her information in the chat because she is completely, completely amazing. And you want to check out every bit of what she does and who she is. And she's going to be coming up right after the break. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back for break, Caroline Picard will be joining us. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. He gives out Christmas presents in July. He was born 18 weeks early. He'll ask for the bill after given a menu. Once finished the Focus T25 workout in four minutes. He is the most impatient man in the world. I don't often watch movies, but when I do, it's in fast forward. Stay thirsty, my friend. I mean, if she wants the hootie-tootie lifestyle of dating a famous comic, she's got to deal with her private shame being exploited for cheap laughs. This is Sandy Summers, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hey, Mark, if a comedian does a promo and nobody's there to hear it, did it really happen? And you're back at Radio Air, regardless, <clears throat> with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via the phone is Ms. Caroline Picard, everybody. How are hey, you, Caroline? Oh, there she is. Let me do this. Oh, too many buttons tonight. Too many buttons. It is so good. It is so good to be speaking with you again. The funny thing was we have not spoke in, oh, it's, what, like 15 years Oh no! Wait a minute. 15, but it was it was uh, it was 2001. It was 2001. It was it was 2001, and we haven't spoke like we have not had like maybe an email or a, or a text or something. Um, but literally, I call you on the phone. I'm like, it's like we never stopped talking. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and you are doing fantastic all around. You're still like killing it. Um, I don't know if you knew this. When I did the sound, I played "Caging Queen" by Jimmy Dean. Yeah. Okay. Did you, <laughs> yeah, that's that's one. That's one of my favorite songs. Thank you. It's a. I did not. I've never heard the song until I actually did a Google search, and then and I went. You know, I'm gonna play a different song. Uh, that new song. What is it called? Uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, it's. Have you heard that song yet? <laughs> yeah. 
It, I love that song. It's, it just goes, son of a bitch. He just starts screaming. That's it. I'm that's, like, that's how you write music now. You yeah. just scream shit out. Go, son of a bitch. And you son think, of a bitch with a red solo cup. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and nobody edited it. No. They, they call it SO. Like the DJs have to say it's SOB. Right. Yeah. Which is. Right, that's bullshit. We it's, know it. It's total, it's total bullshit. But Caroline, how have you been, darling? How have you been? I've been doing great. I mean, I can't complain. Uh, uh, I spent 18 years on the road freezing my ass off up in the north, <laughs> or northeast doing one-nighters. God bless Carol Pennington and hysterical management for putting me up there. And then guess what? Now I'm a ship comic. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know, that's the last step. You know that, right? Yeah, but the check's clear. <laughs> oh yeah, and we were talking. We were talking during the pre-show interview, and you said that you don't. the The captains do not like to be called them because we always say the boat, but they don't like to be yeah, called. They prefer. Yeah, they kind of it, look. They're all Italian, so <laughs> they have a little ego problem. <laughs> you, what? What do you say? What do you say? They get a little annoyed. What do you say? <laughs> what What do you say? It's that. <laughs> It's that machismo. It's that I'm Italiano. Why do they keep a calling it a boat? It's a ship. <laughs> it's a it's a shipper. It's it's a shipper. It's not a shipper. No, that's a shiver. That's Jewish. <laughs> and you, yeah, you, I love them though, man. I love it. I love it. It's you know, it made me a better comic. <laughs> I think when uh, when they contacted me, uh, they were like. Uh, you need to do thirty two thirty minute family shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I, I this. <laughs> that sounds like when you first said you were on the boat, oh, the ship. Sorry. <laughs> when you first said you're on it's the ship, shipper. it is a shipper. Uh, when you first said you're on the ship, I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> I go, Caroline Picard, the Cajun Queen, <laughs> is on yeah. Carnival Cruise Lines. Doing clean jokes in front of family. I go, nah. That's 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 one of the signs in of the apocalypse. Of, <laughs> apocalypse in, in front of in front of ten year olds. Oh, <laughs> well, that's funny because New Year's Eve. I was just saying that I was at uh, a resort. Uh, New Hampshire has a, a ski a ski resort, and I had an eight year old and an eleven year old, or an eight year old and a ten year old, and I was telling jokes to them, and I said, "There are so many things that I want to say to you, but I can't." <laughs> Well, I had actually I had, <laughs> I had one little girl. She was probably about ten or eleven, and she's sitting right in the front of the stage. She goes, "You know, you're not funny." Oh. I said, "I know, sweetheart." I said, "I know," but when you turn fifty, I'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what? What? Uh, what so, ship? What ship lines? Are you, what cruise lines are you doing? I do carnival. Oh, it is carnival. The okay. fun ship. Yeah, it is carnival. Yeah, the fun. Oh. I do carnival. And I'm having a blast. I'm working with a bunch of guys. You know, we all did the road together. You know, Tommy Drake, yeah, uh, Alan Ball, Russ Nagel. All all of us had started out, especially like Russ and Alan. Yeah. We all started working comedies on. I used to feature for those guys. Yeah. Now we're we're all working the same ships. That's wonderful. Yeah, I do. Oh, it's great. I, it's I, great. I, I, I do miss everybody down there. I I think I saw Tommy a few years ago. Uh, I was doing a corporate gig somewhere in that area, and I happened to be there a day early. And uh, him and I were hanging out, and uh, I smoked I smoked a little medical marijuana. How cool is that? Oh my god! Yeah, welcome to Texas. 
I'm like, I'm like, I want to. Welcome to welcome to Texas, where everybody thinks we wear cowboy hats, carry six shooters to Walmart, and shoot people. No, they don't. Oh my God! Here's the funniest. Here's my funny Texas story. My uncle lives uh, just outside Tyler, Texas. Um, Well, that's he Dogtown or somewhere in that general area. And he um, he has uh, his uh, his son lived across the street that he had a, a trailer uh, or a house and the, the trailer burned and his nephew and my my cousin his son had like four dogs so now the dogs have nowhere to go so they're running all around the neighborhood so I was visiting him and a neighbor comes out and says uh, you you own them dogs and my uncle goes no those are my son's dogs he goes well you better you those those dogs are tearing up the entire neighborhood and uh if you don't you don't make sure those dogs on the property my husband's fixing to shoot them dogs and i was like what and i said i said to my uncle i go you can shoot dogs in texas he goes you can shoot anything in texas as long as it's in season as long as it's in season How's that go for Jehovah's then? Are they in season? <laughs> they don't have a holiday. <laughs> no, but you know it's amazing. It's amazing. You know mm. when they came out well, last week uh, or this week actually with open carry. Of course, they blasted it all over the news. You know Texas has open carry. I'm like, dude, we've been carrying those in our boots for the last 20 years. What oh, the hell shit. are you worried about? <laughs> yeah, I do. I I do. There is uh, a lot of people don't understand, and especially in New England. And I visited, you know, and I love, and I actually, I went to Galveston. I did a corporate gig in Galveston. Galveston is beautiful. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. It's it, it doesn't it's gorgeous. Even, I love Galveston. People are like, oh, you're in, you're in Galveston, Texas. I'm like, it doesn't feel like, it. you know what it feels like? It feels like Miami. It's it's like. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. It's just, oh, it's so beautiful. I mean, I mean, we're very diverse down here, and people don't understand that, especially Houston. Uh. Houston is probably the most diverse city <laughs> in Texas, you know, not standing San Antonio. And then, of course, you have the valley. You have certain areas of Texas that's, you know, so diverse, it's unbelievable, and people don't realize that. Yeah. The, the, you're right. You know? You're right. They think it's all Cabo hats and springs and, and you know, shoot. Right. Yeah, and it's not. Oh, my God, it's not. No, I drive I drive the Kia Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna hang up the phone if you said Prius, a Prius. I was gonna hang up the phone. Oh I'm hell like, no! I'm like, she's not driving a Prius. I mean, I know she's doing the boats and everything. <laughs> now, now, but you know what's the beauty of doing the boats? I bought that car for cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, I. That's uh, a lot of the a lot of the comics in New England. They uh, a few of them are starting to do uh, some of the ships and stuff like that, and they're like, "Hey, you want to be on the boat?" I'm like, "To be honest with you, no, I don't, because I don't." The thing about the boats is they'll call you like two weeks before you got to go, and then if you're a working comic, you got to cancel the two weeks. Or I mean, it's great money. It's just insane. But I mean, I don't know. And then you're kind of on the boat. Well, you know, lucky enough, you know, they schedule us out around, you know, they'll, they'll call for, our, you know, they'll email us from our veils and then they'll, they'll work around us. Oh, so good, we're pretty good. good with that. Good. Yeah. I mean, I've just heard a lot of stories, but anyway. And, uh, so for the, those of you who don't know, this is Caroline Picard known as the Cajun queen. And you can see, you can visit her. You can free stalk her on Twitter. She's at real Cajun queen on Facebook. You, she just type in Caroline Picard. Uh, and I keep saying Picard, but Picard, it's Picard. That's it's, the way it's Picard. It's Picard. And it's at real Cajun. It's at real Cajun queen. Yeah. Did I not say real Cajun queen? 
No, you say Cajun Queen. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, somebody, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know what? It's weird. I'm looking right at it and I'm reading it. It's at Real Cajun Queen on Twitter, right? And on Facebook, she's on. She's at Caroline Picard, and then of course her website, very easy, CarolinePicard.com, and I put all that stuff That's in the chat as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a couple. Uh, my yeah, sure. one of my listeners was actually um, born in Galveston. Jason was born in Galveston, and he said, "I want some medical marijuana." <laughs> <laughs> the best I can give him is crown oil. Tell him you have to work with that. <laughs> uh, and so our history is we met at the New Orleans Comedy Festival, and I got a nice little segue yep. story for that. Um, you were actually doing a gig, and I don't, I, I, I can visually see it. You were, it was like this outside on a patio, and we had, it, I forget who's in the car. I think it was Bill Dykes, me, yeah, Tommy Drake, and there was somebody else. It might have been Tracy Jane Mitchell. And we, it could have been Tracy. It probably isn't Tracy because I was single then and I was trying to hook up with Tracy and that never happened. Ever. It just, yeah. it was, and she's so sweet now. I just, she's like my little sister at this point. Um, but we were going there and you were like, yeah, I got to do a gig. And I'm like, we're all doing gigs. No, no, no. I got to do this gig and we had to drop you off. Or, and then we were all drinking afterwards. It was so, so much fun. It was just. It was. It was great. It was a great time. You know, Bill and them worked hard putting that festival together and. Man, we just and it was you know it was, it was of course it was the same week as nine eleven. Yes. So we yes. were we were crazy. We were like <laughs> now. Yeah. You know. So we all did what we had to do. Yeah, and you know, and I was uh, and I had flown down to uh, to to South Carolina because I was actually hanging out with a friend. So I was able to drive from South Carolina to New Orleans. Um, that that year and I, you know mm -hmm. then i met tommy i met you and and like i was probably hanging out with bill dykes and everything but it was it was so amazingly special and in and, and what i've done is i have never been able to replicate that festival because it was so much fun it wasn't about competition and i i went you know i was there in 98 i mean what was it 98 no i think i was there 99 yeah 98 99 and 2000 because i went four years i went no, it was 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, but it was, well, it, it was it's, so it's, fun. It's New Orleans. I mean, it's New Orleans. That's, that's all you can say. Yeah. Once you get to New Orleans, you get to New Orleans, it's a different attitude. It, you know? it was so fun. And I've never been able to, like all the festivals I've been there since and, and during, never had the same kind of feel. But my, uh, my wife actually convinced me that I should do a Salem, Salem Massachusetts Economy, comedy, and, and it's, we're doing comedy in spirits because it's like the witch city, so we're doing drinking and all right. that. Um, but I'm kind of saying, and I say this to everybody, I said, I was in New Orleans and I had the best time. There was no competition and I had some of the best relationships that are still friends to this day. I said, that's the kind of festival I want to put on and that's the kind of festival I'm putting on. And a lot of people are like, you're, this is, you can't do that. I'm like, I can do whatever the fuck I want and it's... Exactly. You can do whatever the fuck you want and that's what we did back then. Oh, we You know, it was I mean, you know and there was no... There was no egos. We were out there to have fun and do comedy. Oh, that's all and, we wanted to do. And that's why it was so fun. I remember meeting Tommy Drake sitting at the bar and just we were we were ordering white it was just white wines, uh, turning leaf, talking to the bartender and just having a good fucking time. It was just so Oh yeah, fun. I mean it was amazing. I mean, I remember we were this is how New Orleans is. I remember being there one time and, and all the guys were there for the uh is it the NACA thing where they're coming in from LA and, and oh, yeah. everywhere for the producers 
and we're sitting in one of the bars in the Bourbon Orleans, and this guy from L.A. walks in, and he goes, hey, uh, I'd like a Jack and Coke. So he just, the bartender gives him Jack and Coke, and he goes, uh, can I take this to my room? And the bartender goes, uh, you can take it for a ride around the city for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I went went to a bar with, with Bill Dykes. And, you know, like I'm from New England. So you go in and you order a drink. You're like, oh, we can't leave until we finish the drink. And oh, no. I look at Bill. Bill's like, I goes, oh, this place, this place is a little dead. Let's get out of here. I go, I just ordered a drink. He goes, get a to-go cup. And I go, what the fuck's a to-go cup? And they give you a plastic fucking cup to leave. And I, I walked out. And you got to remember, I've been in New England most of my life. I'm walking out of there going, oh, something's wrong. I'm going to get in trouble. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But- you know, the cops wave and tell you, how you doing? Yeah. Doing you all. <laughs> and I said this years ago. I go, if there was a, if there was a city that was like Sodom and Gomorrah, it's, it's New Orleans. It's just, I mean, it's fantastic, but it's like this whole anything. It's the old West. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the city. It's my favorite city in the United States. Uh, I mean, um, I wasn't born and raised there, but I was born, you know, 150 miles west of there, but that's the that's the South Louisiana attitude. We all have the same attitude. It's like when you bought the beer, take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna say that you bought the beer, take it with you. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do it like that. I go, you bought the beer, take it with you. <laughs> take it with you. Uh, Bye. Come back. Uh, and so, so now you're on the boats and stuff like that. And and I mean, I have not seen you perform, you know, since uh, since I was down there. Um, but are you still you're still touring nationally as well. Yeah, I'm still doing, I do some shows around Houston, and what I'm doing with, with the, sh- the, the money I'm making on the ships is I'm working on producing one of my own shows to where hopefully I can take you to the casinos and do some big venues. Yeah. Um, the, the clubs are just not what it used to be. No. And um, I just want, you know, my show, my show has developed to be what I truly am, and I'm very proud of it, and I, I'm, I'm starting to build up a pretty big following. And, you know, a lot of people look at me and go, oh, you, you know, you're right wing. You're no, I'm not either. I'm not right wing nor am I left wing. What I am is fucking honest. And if you don't like it, well, don't come to the show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, mean, you, I tell it like, you know, I'm 64 years old now. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit, I'm 47 and I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm 64. I ain't got shit to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, I'm looking. Somebody said, "What are you looking forward to?" I said, "65. I get to go on Medicare." <laughs> I'm looking forward to 65. <laughs> oh, too fucking funny. I earned it. Oh, too funny. So hey, it's hey. fun. It's comedy. You know, comedy is comedy. Comedy is what it is. Yeah. And you know, I'm having fun with it now. It's 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 the more it goes, and I talk to. You know, I don't even hang out at the clubs anymore because the young ones, I tend to scare them. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry, little boy. I didn't mean to scare you. I thought you had balls. My bad. Well, you know, it's funny. I was 30, I was 32, 33, and you didn't scare me. You're like, oh, my God, I love this chick. She's hot. It's it's working out. It's like. <laughs> well, times have changed. <laughs> No, I know. Like, um, it's you're saying like the club scenes, like the clubs are not as cool anymore. And if they are, then it's all these people like trying to do six minute sets, and and it's not real comedy. And I, I, I swear no. to God, I feel like the old guy in the room. And it's I hate to say it. Yeah, it's it's 
you know, it's like it, I can go to the clubs down here for the open mics. And they're like, well, you got six minutes. Dude, I've been in this business for 23 years. It takes me that long to say my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, it's not like what it used to be. And yeah. uh, I much prefer, you know, working out in the ships and, and I get to develop more and I get to do what I want. And it, it gives me the, um, the time to save money and produce and develop my own show the way I want to do it. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a huge market for it, Mark. Uh, you have the, the, the baby boomers, which is my generation, and then the Gen X, which is your generation, mm. and they're starving for good comedy. Oh, yeah, because yeah. They, I mean, because, you know, their people, well, they've died, to be honest with you. I mean, there's no more Carlin, there's no more Richard Pryor, there's no more, yeah. you know, none of these guys are left, and, and they're hurting for comedy. Yeah. They're hurting for something they can relate to. Well, the funny thing is, everybody's like looking towards uh, Netflix and YouTube, and I'm like, in five years, comedy as we know it is going to be so much different, and it's really been changing oh, and yeah. changing. And you know, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I've been doing it 25 years. You've been doing it 23 years. We've seen the change already, like from you know yeah. the tail end of the boom to the reinvention and the grunge and all that stuff, and then coming back. And I mean, there's a grittier type of comedy, and it's really good. But stand up with you know quote unquote stand up is is almost dead as an art form. It 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 just yeah it is and it it's, is it's too bad. It's just too bad. But you yeah, know, I, you know, I get it. You know. <laughs> I get it all the time. Well, you, you know, you're just an old road dog. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. fine. I get no. Good luck with your career. I get that too. I got you. Don't you don't you know? It's like that. You know, the twelve year old kid going, "You don't. You're out of touch, old man. You don't know what it's like." <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's like. And then I pick up a you stick. Know what, you and don't punch know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to live outside your mama's house. Yeah. That's what you don't know what it's like. <laughs> what? What? He's almost thirty. He's gonna move out eventually. <laughs> Eventually, he's gonna take it. Well, off. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to find myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, find yourself an apartment, you piece of shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> find yourself a job, bitch. Uh, so, yeah. so Caroline, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take my second break. When we come back, I'm gonna play a game with you, a fun game with you, and uh, we're gonna see because, uh, well, I'll get into it a little bit more. So we're gonna we're gonna get back with you in a few in a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Radio Regardless. And we'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, Stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sun lamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. Guns kill. Oh, guns kill. Is that right? Well, let's see about that. Okay, gun, kill. Go ahead, kill someone. Don't be shy. It's Tracy Jane. You should be listening to Mark Scalia on Radio Irregardless. Hey, what, the Irregardless, is that like your Italian thing? Is that like a not for nothing or, I mean, no disrespect? Hey, listen to Radio Irregardless. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still with me, for some godly reason, is Caroline Picard, <laughs> still on the phone line, sitting through that fucking commercial. 
for no apparent reason. So God, I love I love Tracy Jane, but she she still sounds like she's sucking on helium. Uh, she, oh my god and she and i love her too she's like she's in new york now she's been in new york for a while and uh she was in the wolf of wall street movie did you see her in that yeah oh, yeah I, I saw her i'm like yeah. damn tracy it's too much of you yeah i saw i saw her too <laughs> it's the first time i've seen her i'm like oh my god that's tracy jade topless that's crazy yes <laughs> so i'm like why yeah, do i'm I have- sitting in my ca- <laughs> i'm sitting in my cab and watching tv and of course you know, we have small TVs, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's so I'm, I'm like almost on top of my TV, and I went, holy shit, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was breathing down his neck and everything. I'm like, uh, you know, I mean, DiCaprio's a handsome dude. I'm like, yeah, mug it up with him. Why wouldn't you? Why? Would- <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, I would. <laughs> I, I, I might too. It's Leo. <laughs> it's, you know, it's Leo. <laughs> yeah. In your case, be like, let me see that check again. Okay, I got yeah. it. I got it. I'm on. <laughs> I just think he's a very talented actor. I think he's he's. I think he's good looking, but I mean, he's not. You know, he's not Bradley Cooper. No, that he's not. No. <laughs> this is such an uncomfortable conversation that I started. How fucking weird is that? <laughs> Now you should have known better. <laughs> I, I know, I know who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? So here's what I'm gonna do. Um, now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Caroline is uh, from. <laughs> you probably established it, but she's Cajun queen. She's from the Louisiana Gulf Coast, Texas. That's her whole home. That's where it is. And you might hear a little bit of her, a little bit of her dialect in there. And I was thinking because. Caroline has got a very cool, interesting dialect. I might play a game with her called Foreign Offensive. <laughs> Can you Americans speak any other language than English? Now, with Foreign Offensive, um, I play a soundbite of somebody doing a bad accent or <laughs> a bad uh, bad dialect, and all... Oh, Caroline's got to, all you got to do, Caroline, is just identify the accent. That's pretty easy. <laughs> okay. Now, I've chose these especially for you. This is not just a randomized game. These three have a very specific tie into uh, our conversations tonight. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to play uh, the quick soundbite. And all you got to do, and now you and I are speaking via the phone, so we're speaking almost instantaneously. But the listeners online, they have to wait for the, they have they may be experiencing a delay. That's the first thing. The second thing is then after they hear it, after a delay, they have to figure it out. And then the third is then they have to type it. So they have to go through all these hoops where you can just say, I know it. Um, that's your advantage. Your disadvantage, there's more of them than of you. <laughs> God bless you. Yes. And some of them are ruthless. I mean, they don't, I don't know what kind of lives they lead, but they have a lot of useless, I mean, you think comics don't, we know a lot of useless shit. All my listeners combined make me look uh, like I'm wearing a helmet 90% of the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, okay, I'm sure most of them just stay in their room and listen to this shit. <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, these are the guys that couldn't wait for Star Wars yeah. right before the birth of Jesus. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you see Star Wars, by the way? No, I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I wait until they played on the crew channel on the damn ship. <laughs> 
big is I, I've always wondered how big are the rooms in, on the ship? Or how, uh, I should say how small it's actually, are the rooms? They're, they're, uh, it depends on the ship. They're actually pretty good size and I have a little steward that comes in and cleans it so I'm all good <laughs> except when I walk in I have to bring like a Febreze because normally it's a guy that stayed in the oh. in the room before me so it, it smells like man ass. I'm like, okay, this is lovely. No, uh-uh. No. If you said that, if you, if you said that slightly slower, I thought you were gonna say mayonnaise. I'm like, that is so man ass. <laughs> man ass. Oh, I'm like, oh, you gotta be buy some cologne for God's sake. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute, Kim. I uh, want to. Listens- you know, there's, uh, of course, there's some of my friends uh, the, the black axe. I'm like, okay, dude, really <laughs> oh. calm down. <laughs> oh no, we don't want any of the axe body spray. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so here's what we're yeah, gonna do. Yeah, the room's okay. <laughs> the little I, I've never been. I mean, in... Come on, Mark, come on, Mark. I'm, it's like, <laughs> like I tell people, I was a road comic for 18 years, uh, and I went to Iraq three times. Okay, a crew cabin on a ship. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You just well, yeah. You, I'm good. I, I have not gone overseas, and I've not done the boat, and uh, I don't do a lot of road work. So, um, I I don't know. I like a bet. <laughs> you know, I've stayed in I've stayed in one hotel in St. Joe, Missouri, where they were stealing cable from the Ramada Inn. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I can top that. I stayed at a I stayed at a motel in Maine that was actually made up of four trailers tied together. <laughs> okay, y'all have trailers in Maine? Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, like like a motorhome. But they were like a double oh, wide, damn. Yeah. And the and the oh, funny thing was, oh, hell, oh, is son, you in good company up there? <laughs> shit, you had a double wide. <laughs> there were four double wides, and literally, you walked in, <clears throat> and you went, you went, this is weird. And then you you weren't you didn't figure it out right away, and then you started walking downhill. And what they did is the the side of the hotel got a flat, and they had a. I'm not even joking. They called a tow company, and they had to fix the tire. <laughs> Well, where I'm from, some people go, now, son, you're just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> you're just bragging. Uh, all right. So let's see. Let's see if, if you uh, if you can hear. You can hear these and see if you can get these because the, the audience is like, oh, okay, let's do this. And it's almost 10 o'clock. So, oh, here, because they get tired early. So here's the first one. And keep, right. in, keep in mind, these are going to tie into you and me and as far as these conversations. Okay. Here we go. Here's the first one. Eyes cut by the bullets that killed him. From the great beyond, he will protect you. And the ones you love. You want me to wear a mask? The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabi. Better to stay that way. Anything? I got it. What is it? Uh, that's uh, Johnny Depp from The Long Ranger. Right. And what accent is he doing? Well, he's supposed to be doing an Indian accent, a yes. Native American accent. Yes. Do you know the kind of Native American or the kind of Indian? Evidently an Italian one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's an, he's an Italian Indian. He's an Awapaho. Come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> He sounds more like Scarface than he does, yeah, he does. more like Cuban than he does fucking oh, Indian. Uh, Anthony said it was a Navajo. No, uh, uh, Tonto is not a Navajo. Um, is it a Rappo? No, he's, oh. not, he's not a Cherokee either. 
There's only one more. Uh, Jeep makes a kind of vehicle that's called this. <laughs> Not Wrangler. <laughs> okay, the Apache, Navajo, Cherokee, Pinto. Nope. Uh, nope. Oh, oh Anthony, Anthony said Comanche. Which Comanche. Would, Comanche would be the correct one. So, so uh, Anthony, you get this. Uh, See, uh, correcto. Correcto. <laughs> you get that. All right. That's the first one. Now, I'm going to give you a little hint on this next one. It has something to do. It has an indirect. Actually, you might be able to kind of get it just from the, from the thing. Here's the next one. My name is Jean Girard, and I am a racing car driver just like you. Except I am from Formula uh. <laughs> I am the greatest one in the whole world. I have been following your career with great interest, Monsieur Bubi. <laughs> okay, that's either, that's from, uh, oh shit, the one with Will Fowl. Yes, Talladega Nights. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a French accent. It is supposed to be French, but two of my listeners got it before you did. <laughs> so I got to give them this. Well, uh, see, uh, correcto. And I'm going to give. I'm going to give you this. They need to get a. They need no, to get a life. You didn't even say that. You didn't even say that. <laughs> they need to get a life. All right. So so far you're down too. Here's the, the, this one you'll get, and I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. They shot the movie very close to my backyard. Here we go. And his manager. You're not my manager anymore. And I'm not waiting for Dickie, okay? I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> oh, well, that's from, uh, uh, what's his name, with Tom Cruise? Uh, is it Tom Cruise? Nope. I'll give you a hint. It was Mark uh, Wahlberg. Really? Yeah. And what accent is he doing? What dialect is he doing? Oh, is that the one where he played uh, the, the guy from Philly? Uh, the football player? No. No. Okay, then I lost. Okay. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> That's Mark Wahlberg doing a Bostonian accent. Oh, so God. You, so you get it? So I got Native American because of the Texas thing. I got French because of, of the New Orleans thing. The and Cajun I got, thing. And I got Bostonian because of me. <laughs> ah. And, and uh, wait a minute. <laughs> so everybody said Bostonian accent. Uh, what's it? Daw, Ch- Daw, he, this is how we spelled it. Daw Chester. D-A-W-C-H-E-S-T-A-R. Uh, t- uh, of course you did. Instead of Dor... See, all- it's, it's supposed to be Dorchester, but everybody goes Dorchester. Yeah. <laughs> Dorchester. I can only thank you for not putting on the water boy. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> what, oh, to, uh, to do... <laughs> oh, God, I wanted, to, I wanted to throw something at that movie. Oh, well, you didn't like that? No, <laughs> I didn't. The accent was terrible. How do you think we feel when we watch Mark Wahlberg say anything? <laughs> yeah, I like it about imagine. You mean this one? Like, oh, this one. Mama said. Mama, mama said. My mama said. Mama said that. My mama, mama said that. My mama, my mama said. <laughs> I just love it. Oh God. <laughs> my mama. My mama. 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 My mama said. My mama. <laughs> my mama. My mama. My mama. Shut the fuck up, Adam. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, here's what, oh, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our third and final break. I'm going to tally up these scores, which shouldn't take longer than the break, um, I hope. And uh, during the break, in part of this thing, you are actually going to get a little sampling of uh, Ms. Caroline Picard uh, doing some jokes. When you were at the hy- was a hyena, and was at uh, Fort Worth? Yes, uh, it was hyenas in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth. Which I just visited. Yeah. I was just in Fort Worth a few weeks ago, and I thought Fort Fort Worth was very. I stayed at the hotel where JFK stayed at before he was shot. Yeah, that's. Uh, did you play the club there? No, I. <clears throat> I was leaving. I. I was only there literally. I flew in the night before, and I flew out the day of. Yeah, that's. Just, uh, yeah, that's where. Uh, that's where they put you up. Is that that club? And um, actually, that's Randy Butler's club. Signing is in Fort Worth. He's got one in Dallas and one in Plano. Yeah. Oh. So he's doing. Yeah, he's doing quite well with his clubs. Yeah, it's it's. I am Fort Worth. Very nice. I would. Uh, I would totally live there. I'm telling you, I'm going to retire in yeah, Texas. Fort, yeah, Fort Worth is a very cool town. I like it a lot better than Dallas. I really do. Yeah. My wife won't like it, but I'm going to move there, so she's going to have to figure it out. So, <laughs> so we're going to so you're going to get a chance to listen to Miss uh, Ms. I'm sorry, Ms. Caroline Picard during the break, <laughs> and when we come back, uh, we're going to ask uh, we're going to ask the Cajun Queen the three questions I ask of all my guests about her first time, her best time, and her worst time. You are listening to Radio Regardless, and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hi, this is Mike Katrobus, and you are listening to Radio Irregular. I don't know. Irregardless, there it is, with Mark Scalia. Scalia? Is it Scalia? Is it Scalia? Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't even know why I'm on here. I obviously have nothing better to do, but you know what? Listen, you might have a good time. Then last night I came out here and did a show and had people go, are you Cajun? Yeah. One more motherfucker talk to me about swamp people, I'm going to punch you in the head. I don't know these people. Hey, man, you know Troy Landry? No fucking I don't.
Back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was a sampling of Ms. Caroline Picard. Uh, so funny. Oh, my God. So funny. I really, you had said, I was, uh, we were talking off air and I said, you have another bit called that I, uh, basically, I use profanity. And it's, it's so funny. And I, I just wanted the, I couldn't get the sound quality back up. But, oh, my God. It's so funny. And you, uh, I love, I love your foul mouth. I do, and that sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I don't think I. I'm just being honest. <laughs> it's who I am, man. And you know, I've had so many people. I had one woman actually come up to me after the show. She said, "What would your mother say if she heard you say that? What would you ask her? She's standing right next to you." <laughs> <laughs> so, and my mom basically said, "Shut the fuck up." Yes. <laughs> How do you, uh, now, was it difficult to transition to the boat? Because you can't do your road gigs on the boat. It's, it's. Well, on the adult shows, I can. Right. On the adult adult shows, I can get you. The family shows, it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was a transition Mm. uh, for me to go from, uh, to take a lot of my material and then clean it up. (laughs) And um, basically, uh, all I did was think about what I would have to do if I was on TV or on radio. Yeah. it worked. It took me about six months to get it where I like it, and uh, I'm still working on it. I continually work on it, but now I'm pretty much comfortable. And a lot of people see my adult show and they go, "How the hell do you do that?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, I have a vision of my check in my head." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's like the new. That's like the new. Uh, the New Year's Eve show I did. He gave me the check, and he goes. It's got to be squeaky clean, like squeaky clean. There's kids here. We got to be squeaky clean. And the first, the first act was like, "Holy shit! Did he did he know who he hired? Because he was like, he was supposed to do like thirty, and he can only do like fifteen. And it was that's I'm not even uh, joking. And meanwhile, I'm up there and I'm like, let me host the show. And I, I kind of I hosted. And I was really clean. I think the only thing I said, I might have said douchebag at some point. And. That, that's just it. That's the only, but I kind of muttered douchebag, so I got away with it. But yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I think cursing, I think cursing is such a gift. It's, 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 it's not a great way to express yourself, but it's a perfect way to express yourself. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Cool. And, you know, for me, you know, when I'm, when I'm on, on the stage or even my daily you know, life, you know, I'm on daily life, depending on who I'm talking to. It doesn't come out as quickly or whatever, but it, again, it all depends on where I'm at and who I'm around. But you know, for me, it's part of who I am. So it, it, it's you know, I had to get I did the first time I did one of the shows on the ship. I was working with a, a black comic from Chicago, and he came up that after I got off stage doing the crew bar, and he goes, "Are you part blacks?" I'm like, "No, why?" He said, "You say motherfucker better than anybody I have." <laughs> That's my favorite word. I love that motherfucker. I love motherfucker. motherfucker. My wife hates it. She so, goes. I, she goes. I can't stand when you say that. I'm like, what motherfucker? She goes, yes, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have high blood pressure because I say the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You got it. Oh, and speaking of that, I actually tabulated all the scores, and uh, you lost horribly. Three. <laughs> oh, well, oh well, you know, so, uh, I, I I don't live at my mom's, and I, I actually don't watch a lot of that oh. those movies. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> that you know, so I don't. Well, let's just play this. <laughs> I don't live at my mom's. <laughs> Wrong, sir. Wrong. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> That's okay. So, That's all right. So I'll be, I'll be in Costa Mel. I'll be in Costa Mel next Sunday. So oh I'm yeah, good. yeah. You're gonna be on the boat. You're leaving soon. But you know something? Before we get to where you're gonna be, and again, if you want a free stock, Caroline, um, feel free because she. I mean, do you tweet a lot? Do you do that? Uh, yeah, I do when I have something to say. Yeah, so you can you can free stalk her on Twitter. She's at Real Cajun Queen, and she's also on Facebook. So you can see what she's doing there at Caroline Picard, five four seven. What's the five four seven represent? I don't know. It's it's it, it basically they put if they look for Caroline Picard, they'll find me because I'm up there and there's a picture. Of, I'm on the stage and there's. It says my name on the profile, Cajun Queen. So you can't miss me. Yeah. Well, you know, if you don't want to do any of that, you just find you just type in Kate, Caroline pcard.com and then you can get all that byproduct information yeah just the same. If you, yeah if you talk about the cajun queen you'll find it that's it yeah just you'll find it i mean you'll you'll find the jimmy d song on youtube first but you'll yeah. find her so speaking of that yeah, be, before we let you go and we find out what uh, what you got coming up in the next uh, few weeks or so um i asked this of all my guests please if you wouldn't mind tell me and my lovely listening audience about your first time on stage your best time on stage and your worst time on stage and please do it in that order because it has a nice build and then the worst story is usually the funniest and that's i like to torture other comics as well so <laughs> Well, my first time on stage was, uh, it was, it was ugly. <laughs> uh, Don't mince it. Don't mince it. You know, I mean, the thing is, you know, uh, you know, I was, I was working a day job. I was a, a senior executive secretary and I was getting tired of that. And, you know, people told me that I had good timing and blah, blah, blah. So I went over to the last stop in Houston and you know how good their open mic was. <laughs> and they told me to, you know, you know, write three minutes of material or five minutes. And I went, well, that ain't, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think again. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was on a small stage and it felt like a football field <laughs> and the microphone felt like it was fucking six feet tall. And I'm sitting there and you know, that feeling, that little small piece of sweat that comes on the side of your, your temple and you go, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and why does that bead of sweat move so slow to it? never just goes Oh, God, bad. it just drips down. I'm like, I can feel my makeup coming off. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I guess my best, my best time on stage is when I realized I had crossed the line and that I was never going back. And that was over <laughs> at Daniel Phoenix's Club, the Comedy Showcase. Um, it was my first feature spot after being on the road for about two years and I got on stage and just completely ripped up the stage and I actually got a standing ovation mm. in front of the headliner, which she was not happy about, but right. <laughs> <laughs> earn it back, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Follow that shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the night I realized I was going to, I was going to sacrifice everything and throw it out the door and become a stand-up comic. Nice. I was like, this is where I want to be. Very and there's nice. no there's no bad place. And my worst time on stage, <laughs> well, that's easy. It's <laughs> a, <laughs> fucking Fayetteville, North Carolina. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Comedy club. Fayette, is it Fayette? I want to hear the story because I've never heard the story before. And I love, I love terrible fucking stories. 
so, so, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I was working with a comic by the name of Lou Warren. God bless that man. <laughs> and uh, we get in there. Of course, you know, I'm coming out of Houston, right? I mean, okay, I'm featuring on some gigs. And, you know, at the showcase, which was my Houston club, I'm a fucking star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they love Caroline. <laughs> I forgot that in Fayetteville, they don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> So we walk into the comedy club attached to the titty bar. <laughs> that was a, that was lovely. I'm gonna need a and, cigarette uh, after this story. I'm gonna need a full carton of cigarettes after the story. <laughs> so, so, God, we get in there and there's twelve people in the club. Yeah. Eight of them are guys that work for the fire department, and they don't know why the fuck they're there. They're drunk as shit. I think they missed the door to the titty bar. And, of course, I get up there, and I'm doing my shit, and they're not getting any of it. Because this is the stuff that worked in Houston. <laughs> and thinking, well, there's got to be some Mexicans in North Carolina. <laughs> no. That's fucking stuck. Oh my god! <laughs> and that sure as fuck ain't any Cajuns. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! Oh my god! I was up on that stage dying. I mean, I did. I was supposed to do thirty. I did twenty and went this. Oh, that's and <laughs> I brought I brought Lou up and he hugged me. He said it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I went right back to my, my hotel room after that. I took about two shots of Crown, drank some beer, drunk as fuck. Stumbled oh. back to my hotel and that we got to rewrite some shit. Oh, God, that's <laughs> funny. Oh, my God. We would, th it sounds like some of the shows, like, we would love it on really shitty shows. Comics would come off stage. We'd be rubbing our hands together and putting them up like they were coals, like a hot fire. Go, ooh, ooh, you are hot, baby. You're hot. Like they were burnt. They were just burnt out because of the crowd. Oh. That's like when I hear the young go, yeah, I went over to, uh, to Arkansas and I killed. You are lying. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are lying. Fayetteville. If you don't kill here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that is so funny. Oh, yeah. It was, it's, and it, that's the end of my career that night. But I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm going to make this work. <laughs> yeah. It's a so. benchmark. See, that's why you're always going to tell the worst story after the best one. Because it's like, oh, I had a standing ovation and they loved me and I knew I was going to do it. And the next night, I fucking hated myself. <laughs> oh, God. It was, it, was, it was terrible. It really was. It was like... Oh my God! Because uh, you know, you you come out of your own home club, where you can do a lot of stuff that's local, thinking that well, it, they must have this in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> they don't. Uh, so, but so hey, it's been a trip. It's been a great trip, and I'm still riding the wave. So I'm going to continue as long as the good Lord lets me, man. Yeah, and speaking of that, you got uh, you're going to be with Cozumel this weekend. Yeah, uh, I I board a ship on uh, on Saturday, and I'll be on that ship for two cruises. Then I come home for a few days, and then I get back on the same ship. No, I yeah, no, I get back on another ship, Dream, and that one takes me to 
uh, see the coast of Malachi West. I mean, we go to various ports depending on the ship. So oh. from January to March, I'm booked out solid with Carnival. Oh, see, that's, I get a, I just, I, I hate fucking New England in the winter. I just, I would be on the boat. I would, I'd probably get, you know, I'm the most boring person. I bring my Xbox and I just sit in the fucking room. I wouldn't go. Well, you know, I, I read, you know, I do that and, and, um, I, I basically walk around the ship. I don't stay in my room because I get claustrophobic. I'm like, this is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see people. Oh, really? See, I'm, ex- that- I'm worse now. I don't, I don't care. I just, I want to see people in front of me and then I don't want to see them anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I've been blessed. I picked up a lot of new fans, people following now. Yeah. And, uh, and like when I do do a club on land, they will come out to see me. So that's great. Well, I, I know that we got to, I know that we, uh, you know, as far as these listeners and, and then with iTunes, uh, when they listen again, I know that a, a lot of those people are going to start to friend you and follow you around because, oh my God, I, I miss, I miss you guys down there. I really do. And I gotta, I've got to schedule another trip down there just make sure that yeah you you're need to around. come back down here yeah and well bill's in bill's in la now so it's like if i come down i gotta see you and slim and and tommy and i try to trying to see if i can get everybody together and everybody's so busy and i'm like you know we'll work it out but maybe i'll just keep coming yeah. down i'll just come down and then go back and come down and go back and come back, and come back. <laughs> yeah yeah we got flights that go in and out now it's really good yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got airplanes airplanes son of a bitch we got airplanes go take you in texas we got a, we got a big old thing that flies in the air <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> But Caroline, oh my God, it's been so good to have you on, sweetheart. And it, I do, I miss you guys so much down there. I really do. Well, hopefully we can get together this year. Yeah, I hope so. And you know, you take care on the on the on the ships. Don't let the Italians give you any shit. <laughs> oh, honey, there's only there's only one Italian on this, and that's the captain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. he's in, he's in my he's in my age group. <laughs> And he, he owns his own boat, technically. <laughs> yeah. But so. but Caroline, thank but you. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it's been great having you on. And I uh, I wanna I wanna see if we can do this again sometime soon. It'd be great. Uh, but guys, check her out, uh, CarolinePicard.com. Visit her on Twitter and all that stuff. And uh, it's great seeing you. And I'm gonna try to be more in touch with you guys down there. Oh, please do. All right, we'll see you, sweetheart. Great luck. Bye, right, darling. Busy. Do your your thing. I'm going to do my thing. All right. Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That was Caroline Picard, everybody. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. Just so fucking funny. that this guy, The funniest line was, there's got to be Mexicans here. <laughs> got to be Mexicans. I don't know. But guys, um, we've uh, we've had a lot of fun, and actually, I woke up. I I was very low energy, and my God, it's so good. It's just so fun to uh, to talk to her again after all this time. So, hey, let me tell you what I got going on during this week before I let you guys go. A um, couple things. Um, this Saturday night, I'm going to be at the Elks Lodge in Rochester, New Hampshire. It's not Cozumel or anything, but it's still all right. Um, but I'm going to be uh, headlining up there at uh, the Elks Lodge in Rochester, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, next week, and I want to actually heavily promote this because this is a big deal. And as I said to Caroline, um, the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, to me, is the Northeast equivalent of what the 
uh, New Orleans Comedy Festival was. They're very fun, and it's about comics, and it's about good audiences and having fun, and a lot of good people just networking and being friends and making good relationships. Because, like I said, I mean, Caroline, I met Caroline once almost you know almost 15 15 years ago and we talked to each other like it never stopped and it's just that's the kind of it's a great relationship and that's what the uh, salem comedy and spirits festival is going to be and that's going to be up next week uh january 14 to 17 um if you're listening to the radio tomorrow uh, I'm going to be on CBS. I'm going to be on uh, CBS Radio on uh, WBZ. I'm going to be doing a live interview with uh, Jordan Rich and Vic Ramos at uh, CBS Radio on WBZ. And then this Sunday, listen to this. Um, the uh, Usually it's Billy Costa and Jenny, I, and I am totally apologize. I got the, I got the information very last minute. My wife will probably do this. Um, she's oh, she's typing in Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, um, and uh, so so this Sunday I will be on um, the Billy Costa. It's the food show on one hundred four point nine, um, and talking about the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival with uh, a representative from Far from the Tree. Uh, where we're doing the Saturday, uh, the Friday night show, where we're doing uh, comedy at the at their cidery, which is going to be great. Oh, there's Karen. She's biting. Oh, and it is on Sunday, the Jordan Rich show. So here's the funny thing. I'm recording tomorrow for a Sunday show on Jordan Rich. Then I'm going to be on the radio live at 104.9 on uh, on the Billy Costa Jenny show uh, where, where they talk about food and comedy and fun like that. So and then. Tuesday, I'm going to be back at 104.9 on uh, Dana. Do you guys remember Dana? Dana from, he used to he used to call the Bruins game. Oh, my God. It's just, oh, it's food talk with Jenny Johnson because Billy's out of town, I guess. Um, and I'm going to be back on 104.9. And if you call in, I think I'm giving away tickets. I'm going to figure out what tickets I can give away, if I'm going to give away passes um, or how I'm going to do that. So, oh, there's my wife. She's typing and everything. So... Um, and if you're listening to, through this through iTunes, um, hopefully I'll get it up by <laughs> phrasing. Uh, hopefully I'll get the show uploaded, which is a lot better than the first thing I said. <laughs> Now I'm getting punchy. Now I'm starting to lose my focus. Um, hopefully I'll get it. I'll get the show uploaded so that you can listen to. You can listen to me on the WBZ um, show with Jordan Rich on Sunday morning, and then you can listen to me live and Food Talk on 104.9 between 10 and 12, and then again on Tuesday uh on on the on dana's show on 104.9 and i think that's going to be at 8 30 it's going to be a quick little segment dana hurts dana hersey remember dana hersey used to do he used to host not only the bruins game but he would host the um the movies remember the movies he would host the mid like the midnight movies it was so fun and i i'm actually going to talk i'm hopefully i can talk to him about that it's called dana and mugs and my wife is very good for the promo, so I'm doing better. So, and if you guys uh, want to be part of the Salem Comedy Festival, I completely recommend it. And the tickets 
All the tickets are $25, and uh, they're, the, the Thursday includes a dinner, a full dinner. The Friday includes uh, f- uh, five samples of cider, which is the equivalent of like almost two drinks. The, the Saturday night is uh, myself and two other headlining comics. We're calling it the Triple Threat Show, and that's going to be at Opus Underground. It's going to include a special dinner with the comics. Uh, and then the show, you can go to the dinner and the show or just go to the show. And then Saturday night, probably one of the best... I mean, they're all bargain shows because of the finance, uh, because of the money, but the comedy is great. And on the Saturday night, improv show. And then why not just because one show is 15, the other show is 15. Why not see them both for 25? Then you get to see the improv show, have a quick intermission, and then go to see the hypnotist. It's going to be so funny. What is this? Let's say that in the family guy's voice. Love it. It's called Mornings with Dana and Muggs. There you go. Karen wanted me to say it in Peter's voice. <laughs> anyway. But I got to wrap the show, guys. Hey, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for welcoming 2016. Um, if always, if you uh, as always, if you want to be a sponsor, guest, or leave a comment, you can email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Uh, you can call the hotline, 978-219-9294. And next week, the next uh, January 13th, we're going to have some comics from the Salem Comedy and Spirit Festival. Hey, guys, this have a great week. Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>